is Actually You Are a Real Runner with Jacqueline Riccio. Hey, it's Jacqueline with systemsforselfcare.com where I teach you to consistently take daily action so you can create the life that you want. I wanted to do an update on an episode. Let's see, on May 12th, I had an episode about me losing my glasses and being really frustrated with myself. And so having that problem right? Having that problem, being really annoyed with myself, like this shouldn't be hard to not lose your glasses and realizing like this is taking up like 10, 15 minutes a day, every day for the last 10, 15, 20 years, like ridiculous, right? And so I was like, you got to come up with something because you don't want to keep doing this. So it's been 14 days and all I did, my system for self-care, my system for knowing what to do with my glasses, I just put a little, um, a little piece of paper on a shelf in our bathroom that said glasses. So what that did was it like trained my brain. It like created a trigger. It like highlighted, this is where your glasses are supposed to go, Jacqueline. They're not supposed to go in the kitchen. They're not supposed to go on the table, in the living room, whatever. When you take your glasses off, they need to go here. And so it's been 14 days and I am proud to say like, I have not lost my glasses once. Um, Now I take them off and I go right to the bathroom and put them there. I put my contacts in, I take my glasses and I put them there. Um, I take my glasses off at the end of the night, I go and put them there. So literally like that is, that's how simple a system can be. And it really should be simple because it needs to be um, sustainable, but like, Hey, I'm having this problem. I'm really frustrated with myself about this problem. I, I no longer want to feel frustrated. I no longer want to be this disorganized person. I'd like to be an organized person who knows where her shit is. Um, just putting that little card, just like, was that trigger in my brain? Like, this is where this stuff is supposed to go. It doesn't go anywhere else. It goes there. So it's been two weeks. Haven't lost them. Feel really good about it. I just threw this sheet of paper out the other day. Now, here's the thing, though, is that just because I threw the sheet of paper out doesn't mean that I stopped doing the habit, right? So I've created this habit. I still have to follow through with the habit. So it's not like, oh, it took 14 days to build this habit and now I'm done. It's like, no, it took 14 days, you know, for this habit to be built and now I need to continue on with it, even without having that sheet of paper. Now I just transfer over, like, ah, yes, my glasses go here. So I think that's the hard thing when it comes to habits, like, people do a lot of things with like tracking food on an app. Um, but it's like, but you haven't actually created a habit with how you eat. You haven't actually come up with a system for how you eat or people will track that. Yeah. They'll track things on an app or they, um, will just, Oh, I'm just going to eat 1200 calories, but it's like a mishmash of like how they eat throughout the day. And it's not sustainable, but it's like, let's create habits because habits can actually carry you on through life. And your brain actually knows what to do, which is why I think that the five P's and perfect eating the five P's it's completely different than tracking food on an app. I don't, I don't know how many calories I ate a day. I know that I have a system for eating and that when I go downstairs to make a meal or I go to a restaurant, I don't have to think about anything. I just have to like plug things into my system. Oh, where are my plants? Where are my protein? Where's my process? Where's plenty of water? Plate it, right? I just have to follow through with that and I'm good to go, which is why, um, you know, years ago I lost probably about 25 pounds and I've kept it off for the last five, six years um, because I have this system in place. I no longer need um, random apps or random diets because I have a system. The same thing with my glasses. I no longer need to track that my glasses are there. I have a system for what to do with my glasses. So wanted to touch base on that and give you that update. Um, 
I foresee myself continuing on with this because why wouldn't I? I don't want to go back to feeling frustrated and annoyed with myself. So what I want to do today, I want to talk about um, saying no to certain things, saying no to these wants so that you can say yes to your needs. So actually that's, I mean, with the glasses thing, I have to say no to, um, you know, just leaving my glasses anywhere. It's easier to just take my glasses off and just throw them anywhere. That's easier, but that has led to a mess, right? Of me like not knowing where they are and it's annoying. So I have to say no to that like immediate want and say yes to like the overall need. I need to know where my glasses are. I need to be an organized person. That's like what I want overall and not this just like um, impulsive and kind of childish, like, "Mm, I don't want to have to walk the three steps to the bathroom. So anyways, one of the questions that someone asked on my little survey last week, they said, um, I'm afraid to tell myself no to any foods. And I, I don't want to start this dieting stuff again. How do I be sensible about this? Like saying no. And it's kind of a, you know, there's, it's, it's a gray area because um, moderation, learning to eat moderately, it is, you, there are times that you say yes, and there's times that you say no, but it's like, mm, I think that having a system for saying no, it takes, it takes choice in the like immediate, in the moment, it takes that out. It, you don't, you don't have that choice overload. You're like, well, no, this is just how I act in these situations. So when it comes to food and it comes to eating, I don't have, um, I don't have to say no to myself, uh, about like eating chocolate for breakfast. That's just not something I do. I don't eat chocolate for breakfast. So I'm not overloaded with that decision-making. And I think this is something that when people stop dieting and they kind of read the intuitive eating book and they join an intuitive eating Facebook group and they see intuitive eating Facebook or, uh, Instagram posts and whatever, they're like, Oh, you know, I'm no longer dieting. That means I should say yes to everything. And what's hard about that is that now you're saying yes to eating chocolate for breakfast. And it's like, well, is that like, is that actually helping you long-term? Is that something you'd want for a young female in your life, eating chocolate and cake for breakfast? Probably not, right? So it is like um, setting yourself up for success. So it, it isn't even you saying no to chocolate for breakfast. It's just that's not something that you do. That's not something that's going to help you be a normal eater. And so when I talk about imperfect eating and moderate eating and being like a healthy, normal eater, having some without having all, hanging out in that fourth quadrant off the diet triangle, but in that fourth quadrant where you're authoritative, you have boundaries and structure and you have systems in place so that they help you feel good, not gross. Um, When it comes to my day, I know what I eat for breakfast. I usually have like yogurt with a banana or I might have a green smoothie, but I'm having plants and protein in the morning. I'm not having chocolate. That's not a, that's not a thing that I do. I don't even have to say no to it. It's just not part of that day, that uh, meal, that system. When I'm going to have a uh, lunch, it's probably going to be a salad. If it's not a salad, it's going to be leftover vegetables and protein of some sort. Again, um, I don't even have to say no to having cake for lunch because that's just not even an option. That's not a choice. That's not something I'd, I w- if I had a young daughter, I wouldn't uh, send her to school with three slices of cake for lunch. Like that's ridiculous, right? I would have like a, a hearty meal for her so that she was energized throughout the day. Same thing for myself. Now, when it comes to a little snack, a little sweet after lunch, I have a system for that too. Um, I, you know, there were times, uh, ah, <laughs> during Christmas, we had like a, an advent calendar and we would have lunchtime chocolate. So it was like one, like it was like a boozy chocolate. They weren't actually very good, sadly, but it was like a boozy chocolate that we, we would have 
one of them every day after lunch. That's it. Just one. So there wasn't even the option to have, oh, I'm going to punch eight of these windows on the advent calendar. It's like, no, we're having one. And then when we finished the advent calendar, we actually got um, little mini Reese's peanut butter cups from Trader Joe's. And we're like, cool, you can have, we can have five. So the same thing, there wasn't even the option to have 10. We had that structure. Nope. It's five. You can have five of these. They're really tiny. Uh, Finish those off. And now I've been having, we were, we were just um, in a cute shop in Lincoln Square this past weekend when we got our sandwiches and I got these, um, what are they called? Like little hard candies. They're like espresso hard candies. And I'm like, cool, you can have two of those, Jacqueline. So I have that boundary and structure right there. Like, mm, I'm going to have two of these. I'm not going to have seven. That's not even an option. I've already decided it's two. And now I just have to follow through with the system where I can have two of these after lunch. Um, and not the entire package. Um, so let's see, I said I talked to my breakfast, my lunch, uh, that little mini treat lunchtime chocolate, lunchtime coffee candy. Um, I might have a snack plate, still follow through with the five Ps. I don't have to say no to anything. I don't have to put um, set myself up for failure. I'm setting myself up for success by um, having this system. And then for dinner, the same thing with the five Ps. And then for dessert, same thing. I can have a single serving dessert or I can have a little snack plate. Um, but um, setting setting up that structure helps me not have to have so much decision-making. And if there is that little voice that's like, go and have more, go and have more. It's like, well, actually, let me map off the consequences of me having that, you know, that second plate that, or that second donut. It's like, oh, I, you know, I don't actually feel good. My body does not feel good when I have too much, right? Uh, I no longer want to be that person. So cool. I'm just going to stick with what is working because this helps me feel good. This helps me feel good, not gross. And this is the life that I want. And also when I look at like how I eat, I, I really base this off a lot with like, like young girls. So years ago, when I uh, first started making videos and putting them up on YouTube, it was like right after I was in teaching a little girl that I used to teach, um, found my YouTube channel and said something. And it made me like, it made me think twice about the content that I was putting out there on the internet. It's like, would I want this for my second grader? Um, would I want her to have a disordered relationship with food? Would I want her to be eating cake for every meal? No. Would I want her to, you know, only be eating baby carrots and celery for every meal? No. But uh, we, I mean, we need to know something about nutrition. We need to have some structure in place. Otherwise, we do end up eating bags and bags of cookies and chips and not feeling so good. Um, and I mean, these conversations need to be had with young girls. Um, if you don't have these conversations, then they will go on the internet and find a bunch of crap and start creating their own beliefs about their bodies and what's wrong with them and what they need to be doing. So anyways, um, there does need to be some structure. There does need to be a system without having any structure. Things are a mess. My life was a mess before I created systems for self-care. Um, I did not know how to take care of myself. No one taught me anything about nutrition. I didn't grow up um, specifically knowing like, ah, we need to eat vegetables and we need to eat protein. I didn't, I didn't know any of that stuff um, growing up and in college and after college, I used to eat like a box of rice aroni for dinner or like a loaf of bread. Like I would eat like um, French bread for dinner. Like I didn't know. I didn't know that that wasn't, you know, good for me. Um, and then I would swing to the other side of like, cool, I'm just going to eat cucumbers today and then be like, oh my gosh, I'm so hungry. So anyways, you need structure, you need systems. If you don't have them, you don't follow through with things. And I like to think about this, like if you look at any area of your life where you've been successful, 
when you get shit done, you probably have created some sort of system for yourself that works. Um, and it helps, it helps you get stuff done. It helps you be efficient. It helps you, you know, do things so that you have more time in your day and you can go do other things in your life. And that's kind of how I approach food. Like I just want food to be easy. I want it to be easy. I want to like it. I don't want to think about it for 12 hours a day. I want to make sure that I have food in my system to energize me, to go run, to energize me, to go to a CrossFit class and get stronger, energize me to go on a bike ride and explore, um, our neighborhood and explore our city or travel to another part of the country and explore. So those are my suggestions on, yeah, sometimes you do need to say no 